What up? What's up? Happy birthday, bitch. Ready? Listen. Our microphones are so good, I can't even hear that. I was pouring <laughs> a high moon into our hot cocoa show mug. A high noon. Oh my God. <laughs> How many of those have you had? Not that many. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean not that many? There was only one in my fridge and okay. I don't normally drink this, but I saw it. It was right next to the espresso. I got coffee. I did the Peloton. I'm drinking some coffee. Now I want to go drink some fucking wine. I think at some point in this episode, you need to take one little shot ski on behalf of Andy Cohen. We need a shot ski. Yeah. Where's your uh, servant? Kitties, bring me the shot ski. <laughs> I'm going to go get some wine. Do it. It is my fucking birthday. It's wine o'clock. I was planning on drinking already today. After this, I'm going to get my nails done. And that's the perfect opportunity for a little wine buzz. You know what I mean? Of course. All right. I'll be right back. Okay. Make sure the cats don't come in. Alrighty. Happy birthday. Cheers. Happy birthday. Cheers. Clink, clink. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's delicious. Who doesn't love a nooner cocktail? <laughs> it's actually noon and it says high noon and I didn't even know what that was. But we have well, a lot to get into today, so I'm really excited. Me too. Let's do it. How are you feeling today? I feel great. I forgot. We haven't done an intro yet. Okay, great. <clears throat> this is the introduction to our show. Well, hello again. Coco lovers, Corinne and Corinne here, and this is the Hot Coco Show, and it's my mofo birthday. Go shorty, <laughs> it's your birthday. Woo, woo. We're gonna virtually party like it's your birthday. It's about noon, so we are partaking in some noon cocktails, as Marisol would call them, cockies. Actually, Marisol would not accept this as a cocktail. There's way too much ice in it. It's not vodka. End of story. <laughs> And mine has natural flavors in it. So we're going with the flow today. Today is Corinne's birthday. And I'm actually really excited to be able to celebrate with you in this setting. This is exciting. Yeah, we live in different states. So it's really nice. Do you think your husband would get embarrassed if I read the text that he sent me? Because it was really nice. And I wanted to read it. No. All right, I'm going to read it real quick. It was so sweet. I didn't even know he texted you. That's so it was nice. Very sweet. All right, hold on. Happy B-Day, Corinne. Hope this is the best year ever. Have an amazing trip. I'm very excited for you and Co this year. I know it's going to be amazing. You guys are an amazing duo. I love everything about it. You are an amazing person and an awesome friend. Happy birthday. Sorry, I'm going to cry a little. Isn't that so sweet? Aww, that is so sweet. <gasps> Deep over there. Yeah, your husband's winning on the birthday text so far. So let him know. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Oh my goodness. Let's dive into some stuff. What do you got? Because I can see that you have your list over <laughs> I'm there. I'm ready. So since we discussed Holly D being born on my birthday, I was doing a little research on your birthday. Oh, yesterday. Interesting. Yeah, I was really excited. <laughs> so this is what I got. Oh God, I'm definitely going to cry. What are you doing <laughs> to me? <laughs> so here's what Google search says. People born on January 20th. 27th are ruled by the influence of the planet Mars. They have an innate attractiveness about them that lures people towards them. <laughs> Their somewhat infectious personality combined with their ability to grasp and learn things quickly, make for a unique combination. They are also kinds of people who like to put their family and friends 
on a pedestal and often get too emotionally attached to them, losing focus <laughs> of their rationality at times. <laughs> this at times. Why I never done that. <laughs> this at times makes them childlike, which could be a positive attribute, but could also work against them. They are adventurous and tend to open up to like-minded people easily. And did you know that Mozart was born on your birthday? I did. Oh. I hold that in high esteem because Mozart yeah. is pretty fucking badass. And I, I used to do a lot of ballet, so. Oh, that's. I, yes. That's awesome. I have a, a very fond appreciation of classical music. Mozart's probably the best. I would say top three. I really like Vivaldi as well. That's so cool. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart is regarded as one of the greatest classical composers ever. A prolific composer, he had a profound influence on Western music. Many of his works are considered pinnacles of choral, symphonic, operatic, chamber, and concentrate music. Before his wow. death, at the age of 35, wow. he had composed over 600 works. 35, Holy wow. Shit. Damn. I didn't know he was only 35. Wow. The image in my mind is always this like gray haired, crazy looking person. Right. Like this like old man. Yeah. Huh, weird. I'm wow. older than Mozart made it to wow. be. Wow. Maybe you were reincarnated. Maybe you I are. I totally see that. Do you want to hear a crazy thing? I do kind of believe in weird shit like that. So this one time I took this green stuff in the mountains of Northern California and it makes you trip out a little. So green stuff. I don't really know what it was. It came from a cactus. It wasn't peyote, but it was something else. And it kind of makes you trip out. I was with a bunch of hippies. I really want to preface this because this next part of the story is going to sound weird. But we were staying in this huge, beautiful house because one of the hippies, not really a hippie, more like a trustafarian, and they had like a really rich family. So we got to stay in their very nice houses every once in a while. It was this beautiful, huge house. And they had this ginormous tub. It was so big. So we all decided to put like oils and salts and all these herbs and shit into the bathtub and get in. We had our bathing suits on don't worry I wasn't even thinking that <laughs> I'm actually hella prude anyway so we all decide to take this very witchy magical bath and as soon as I put my foot into the water it was the craziest thing that's ever happened to me all of a sudden it was just and it was flashes of all these different women on a black background just flashes of like 20 different women but they were all from different periods in history I don't know it was fucking crazy and I'm I'm kind of convinced that that was my past lives that I had witnessed. So I did want to kind of talk about this a little bit because I want to be transparent about the recordings of our episodes. We've recorded three episodes in the last week because I am going to Egypt. And by the time this episode airs, I probably will already be back from Egypt and ready to regale you with tales of my travels in Africa. So we are preparing for that. But Egypt is so big on my bucket list because when I was really young, I used to have these crazy dreams where I was walking down down this like really high walkway and there was like fire on the sides and I would get to the end of the walkway there would be two huge cats the giant Egyptian cats and I would talk to them in my dream and I was six years old seven years old when I was having these dreams so wow I have the 
this weird connection with Egypt. I'm very excited about it. I'm excited to hear about it, mm -hmm. really. The closest I'm going to another country is basically just hanging out with my kids and them using their imagination. But I am hey. super excited to hear your stories. I really am. I love traveling. This is a bucket list trip. We definitely don't take something like this lightly. We have been preparing for almost a year for this trip. Rob is really feeling the travel bug right now. So we decided to go to freaking Africa. <laughs> It's a big trip. It's not something you do every day. I'm nervous and excited about it. I'm really excited for you guys. We actually just watched this YouTube video about Egypt and it was this couple that had traveled there and they're travel vloggers. So that's kind of their mission, traveling all these places and recording it and making money on their vlogs, right? So they had all this camera equipment and we're probably recording and being more conspicuous than I plan to be. <laughs> I'm gonna have my scarf on, my sunglasses, like a mask. I'm covering my entire body, which I already like to do anyway. So I'm good with that. So they were talking about how crazy it is there. I'm a little nervous. People just trying to get your money. Oh, yeah. But I feel like you're pretty cultured. I mean, I've been to a lot of places, but this seems yeah. pretty intense. Rob has never traveled to a country like this before. So I am a little worried for him. I think the most intense country that he's ever traveled to, and I'm putting that in quotations because it is not intense at all is Costa Rica. Super chill. My sister and I, we once took a flight from Israel to Turkey uh -huh. and that airline. Wow. What was the airline? I don't remember the airline, but all I can remember is everybody standing during takeoff. What? Oh my God. It was chaos. Are you kidding it me? Was... I would freak out. I am not excited about flying. I hate flying. It is not my favorite thing. My sister and I were like, get us off this fucking plane. Every Everybody was like, and then people were like arguing over seats, like as the plane is like mid air. No no and I'm just way. like, just don't say a word. Just... <laughs> Shut up. And uh, the the whole entire plane smelled like an armpit. Legit. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, it was. But we got to Turkey. It was beautiful. I mean, I didn't go to Istanbul, but we went to this place called Bodrum. Fucking awesome. Huh. Fucking so cool. awesome. I guess you'd equate it to like the Hamptons of New York. Like that's where you go for the summer. You go to Bodrum. Cool. All these clubs and bars. We had so much fun. My parents met in Turkey, so I'm sure they went there. It sounds kind of familiar because they would always talk about a place that they would go to to party. Our friend from back in the day, she was from Turkey. Yes. Beautiful girl. I haven't really talked about this on the pod yet because I kind of want to save it for a future episode. I want to take a one of those tests, the DNA test to see if I have any Turkish blood because my mother passed away, sadly. I don't have a relationship with my dad, but before we stopped talking, he would always contend that I, he was not my father and that it was actually somebody else, a Turkish person. So mm. I would love that. I would love that for me. Could you imagine? Because I'm not a fan of my dad. That would be so amazing. <laughs> Do you imagine you have this like whole other life? You have this side of the family that's like- That would be so cool. How cool would that be? You should do I it. I would love that, right? Yeah. What really prompted it for me was because there was a picture of me and our friend on the refrigerator and someone came in, said, is that your sister? You both look so much alike. Are you Turkish too? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe I am. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. And I've already thought about the title for that episode too. I want to call it, Who is Your Daddy? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, That's hilarious. Goodness. 
more things about your birthday, about okay. January 27th. Do you mind me sharing what your birthday is? The internet already knows. I liked this one. International Holocaust Remembrance Day. Yes, I have a list of things to post today on my Instagram stories. And that was one of them that I was going to Awesome. Post. Jamie Lee Curtis posted about it today. That's amazing in itself. Mm -hmm. And I actually had another piece of news about that. Oh, this is January 27th, 1945. Soviet soldiers arrive at the Auschwitz Nazi death camp in mm -hmm. Poland to begin freeing the 5,200 survivors, oh. including Anne Frank father, Otto Frank, Anne and her sister Margot had been relocated from Auschwitz to the Bergen-Belsen concentration camp the previous October, where they died sometime in early 1945. More than 1.5 million people had been killed at Auschwitz. That was at Auschwitz. I was obsessed with learning about Anne Frank when I was younger. Obsessed. I didn't know that was the date her dad was released. That's kind That's of crazy. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I read her diary a bunch of times. I would always imagine Imagine what that would be like. I know. I read that book in elementary school. It was hardcore. Something to keep rolling in our history books because people need to know about this kind of stuff. We're doomed to repeat history if we don't learn about history. A hundred percent. Let's take it to a sweeter note. January 27th is National Chocolate Cake Day. That's weird because I hate cake. Oh. Just throwing it out there. You don't like layered, molten, bunt, fluffy, moussey, decadent, frosted <laughs> cake? Because that's what it says right here on Google. Well, when, <laughs> when you put it like that, it sounds amazing. You know what's oh even better God. than National Chocolate Cake Day on your birthday? You ready for this one? Take a big gulp, sister. Uh-oh, I'm scared. National Fun at Work Day. Yes, yeah! bitch. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> We did it. Yeah, bitch. We are doing the damn thing. That's exciting. I like my birthday to be that day. Have fun. Hell yeah, bitch. And if you wanted to top it all off, it is National Big Wig Day. <laughs> so get ready to celebrate one of the biggest philanthropic gestures in history. National Big Wig Day. The higher the hair, the closer to heaven, honey. It's also <laughs> punch the clock day. Huh. We don't have a clock to punch, so. Punching it like you're clocking in or like punching it like you're angry at it. I think it's not angry. I could get angry. I'm down with the punching it because I'm angry at it. That was the only thing my mom used to fight about out was in the morning she had to wake me up for school and I had an alarm clock but I would turn it off and so every morning she would ask me do you know what time it is <laughs> like yeah bitch I know what time it is I have a fucking clock right next to my head that's funny doesn't mean I want to get out of bed oh the worst and I'm not trying to refer to my deceased mother as a bitch by the way <laughs> oh my god and <laughs> she now you have get a it. Turkish father <laughs> I'm right oh my god she would be beside herself who's your daddy <laughs> oh my god <laughs> well I did ask my grandma and told her my theory and she doesn't think it's possible which makes me sad so there's a part of me but like that what, doesn't... what kind of grandma is your great because there's like multi I had two grandmothers may they both rest in peace I had one that you definitely don't talk to about that stuff and then mm -hmm. I had one that you could basically say whatever to yeah this she was like that she knew she knew what was going on she was like the OG <laughs> is that the right word OG I OG? guess sure I yeah well I think it stands for original gangsta 
So I don't know. Yeah. You sure? <laughs> Not like your old grandmother. <laughs> she was hardcore though. For the longest time, I actually thought I was Italian, which I would have so loved to be because I want to be Italian. I love Italian food and I want to move to Italy. Yeah, I agree with you. I love Italians. I just want to go. People always think I'm Italian. I used to think I'm I was Italian pretty much until I was probably like 10, 11 years old because she would curse in Italian all the time. Pacamoron. I don't even know what that means still to this day. Something about a moron. Oh, damn. Come on, girl. I have to tell you, I'm very impressed with your linguistic skills. You're very good at saying people's names. I am terrible at that. You are very good at articulating very difficult words. Thank you. I think that's like a culture thing because the Hebrew language is Hmm. very difficult to learn. That makes sense. And it's a lot of chaz. My husband speaks fluent Hebrew. He was actually born in Israel, which is super cool. Anyone that can speak more than one language is just the coolest in my book. I love it. But unfortunately, the generation has kind of stopped because his parents passed away. So there's nobody really left here to speak to in Hebrew. And we live in Miami. So he's like, we all need to learn Spanish. I speak Spanish, but I always get impressed when I hear you speaking in Spanish. Well, I am what you would call more like a Latin style of a Jewish person. I really don't love talking about religion. So I don't know why it makes me uncomfortable. But I think it's beyond religion to be a Jewish person. Right. It's like a culture thing. Because there's non-religious Jewish people. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you said in one of our episodes, we're all designed and wired differently. So like you talked about Italian. I really click with Italians. I've always clicked with Italians. Very similar culture. My goal is to live in Italy one day. I'm not joking about this. I will spend my golden years in Italy. (laughs) What is a golden year? I would say like 55 to 75. And then you go into your twilight years. Maybe I say golden because I'm thinking golden girls. That's what I'm thinking. I thought maybe you were thinking golden showers, but. I mean, always on my (laughs) mind now. (laughs) It is your birthday. (laughs) Don't make me laugh too hard. I might pee my pants. I put this purple sweater on for you, but it is getting hot in here. So I'm taking it off. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah, golden showers, not sure. But it has gotten into your mind, apparently. It seems that you have not stopped thinking about golden showers since we talked about it. So Between the leakage that you were discussing (laughs) and the week before Pride, yeah, I think it is on my mind a little bit. (laughs) Just wait. It'll happen to you, too. (laughs) Great. I can't wait. Oh, my goodness. That's so funny. I just did what my aunt and my mother, that's what they do. This one time, I was very young. I want to say maybe like seven or eight and I was short and I look up at my aunt and I can see under her chin auntie you got a bunch of hairs under there oh god why do you have so many hairs (laughs) under there damn she's like it'll happen to you too kid and she wasn't wrong that's the one thing about being a slice of Italian we have a lot of hair oh yeah (laughs) I know you can relate Uh, our mutual friend she was like you and Corinne you just have all this hair and it's so beautiful and it's so (laughs) great and I'm like girl you don't understand we're dealing Dealing with hair everywhere, though, all yeah. the time. If you're blessed with the hair thick on your head. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's pretty much everywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, let's keep it real. Seriously, I've considered laser. Have you ever done that? I have. Very cool. I'm jealous. Yeah, it, it seemed to work a little bit, but OK, maybe I shouldn't say this. Please do not get upset. 
But I don't think it looks great when men shave their legs. Oh. You like that? I don't know. Um, I'm indifferent, to be honest. I don't care if they do it. I don't care if they don't. Like, whatever makes them feel comfortable. Yeah, that's true. But how do you feel when men say about women, like, oh, I don't like girls that have hair? This brings up a very good topic that you were a part of during my life. Hanging out with the hippies, you didn't shave your armpits or pretty much anything. You were just hairy. Ugh. And Corinne- I kept it real that. with you, though, Corinne. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bitch, come on. Well, what's so crazy is that I didn't shave my armpits for so long. And then the veggie bus was heading from San Francisco to Costa Rica. Explain the, because you've said veggie bus, but I don't think people, unless they know you, know what it is. So explain what that is. I didn't really even talk about it in any of the YouTube videos or anything. So it was a bus that ran on recycled vegetable oil. The first one was a 1976 Carpenter school bus that was converted to run on straight veggie oil. Any diesel engine can do that. It was built out on the inside so 11 people could live in it. There was zero bathrooms. There was 11 to 12 hippies. And we just had a great time traveling all around Northern California. And then we traveled from San Francisco to Costa Rica. I actually ended up having an appendicitis in Mexico City. So that was the end of the line for me on that veggie bus adventure because I had to have my appendix removed in Mexico City and thank God I had traveler's insurance because otherwise I'd still be living in Mexico trying to pay off that medical bill. <laughs> and I don't know how it was there. My grandmother was from there. I've never been there. How was it over there in Mexico City? The hospital was one of the best I've ever been in. Mexico City is a major city. I think it's number two largest cities in the world. Wow. But I was lucky enough one of the other members of the bus, his dad was a doctor in Mexico City. And that's why we were there. We were staying at the dad doctor's condo high rise. That was beautiful. But he let the veggie bus people come and take over the pool house. So for a few days, I started feeling really sick. What happened was is that I did the master cleanse for probably five-ish days. Because that's what you do when you're a hippie. You do the master cleanse. What's a master cleanse? It's water, lemon juice, cayenne pepper, and maple syrup. Yes, I remember. Okay, keep going. Then we did something called guerrilla farming in LA. We knocked on people's doors and asked them if we could pick their citrus trees because they would be pumping with tangerines or oranges, whatever. There's so much citrus that grows in LA. So we would knock on people's doors and ask them if we can pick their trees. I ate so many tangerines. I put it in everything. How long was this veggie bus process? I was on the bus for at least a month and a half before the appendicitis happened. And what the original plan was is that we would get to Costa Rica and I would continue living at another member of the veggie buses eco farm in Costa Rica called Punta Mona. So that's what most of the people on the veggie bus did. They stayed and lived and worked on the farm because it was so cool. It's on the beach. And there's actually someone that was I was on the veggie bus with. This is 19 years ago. And they still live there. Wow. I think I was living with you. Yes. When we lived in Bay Harbor, that's when I left. I broke my lease and our roommate's friend moved in and took my room over. Mm -hmm. But that was when I went to the veggie bus. And then right. I had the appendicitis. 
and I had to fucking come back. It was terrible. I was so upset. And it was the holiday time when I had the appendicitis. It was the first year my mom had passed away. So it was kind of like a fuck you to everyone. And I'm going to go spend the holiday time period with random strangers. I don't even know. I'm going to Costa Rica, like crazy shit, you know? I definitely was going through it. <laughs> but it ended up being one of the most interesting and entertaining things I've ever done. I think that's what happened. So like when I said in the previous episode, I believe that life is about life living. Right. Life is about going through life, including birth, death, all those things. So I think that when you go through something traumatic, like losing a parent or something, losing somebody or something happening crazy to you, which most of us have gone through something traumatic in different areas. But I think you do go through like a transitional phase in your life and you don't know what's going to happen to you. That was me last year after coming out of COVID and mm. things have, were happening and changing and shifting all around Straight me. out of COVID? Straight out of COVID. Fucking <laughs> boom. I'm living this year. Yeah. I want to go places. I want to see shit. I want to do shit. And you know what? A friend of ours from high school passed away 42 years old. Great guy, musician, everything. That's how old I turned this year. That's crazy. So you're 21 squared. Wait, that's not 21 squared, is it? Yes. I don't know. Girl, don't ask me to math. I'm drinking wine. <laughs> well, if you and I are Corinne squared. It's my birthday. I am not working at all. <laughs> and you called this work. I don't consider this work, to be honest, because I have so much fun doing it. So I have so yeah. much fun. <laughs> Fuck you, oh. haters. We love this shit. Let us do do our thing. And if you love us, follow us. That's it. Before I move on, I did have, because you know, it's your birthday, but there was someone that born you. And obviously I lost my mom a long time ago. So now it's been, it's like 19 years. You start losing track. It'll be 19 years this April, which is wow. a hell of a long time, right? And still to this day, you know, my birthday can be hard for me because you think about your mom. That's who birthed you. So of course you're going to think about the person who birthed you. And oh. You know, I had a little cry, but I found all these pictures the other day that I haven't looked at in years and they were so cute. So I'm going to post them on my Instagram. So yeah, I had my little cry earlier and I feel good though. It's hard. It still hurts. I'm sure it hurts. I've been seeing a lot of things about this on the Instagrams that I follow, but time does not heal all wounds. Time can heal some wounds, but it definitely does not heal all wounds. That saying can really harm a lot of people because I feel like they think there's a timeline in which they need to not feel bad about something or not be sad about something. And there really is no timeline. You can still be sad about it many, 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 many moons later. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, choose to try to flip it and use that as inspiration. Because you know that person, my mom specifically would want me to be living my best life. So she would want me to be careful and she would want me to budget, but mm -hmm. she <laughs> would also want me to have fun and live my best life. So cheers to Deborah Joe. Cheers to Deborah Joe. I never met you, Deborah. I wish I did. I know it's so crazy. I am really surprised about that. I remember when Corinne told me her mom died, and I will never forget where I was. I was sharing an apartment with a mutual friend that Corinne had. I hadn't spoken to Corinne in a really long time because way back when my little
little dear friend over here would disappear for months at a time. And I uh, stuck it out with her. And sorry to call you out. I disassociated. This is what besties do. They call each other out on real shit. Yep. She fucking disappeared on me. The other person, the mutual friend, also stuck it out. So cheers to the both of you. Cheers to <laughs> cheers to people that stick it out. Yep. And you know what? I've been through my shit and Corinne has stuck it out with me. So we've we all pay back at some point or another. But anyways, Corinne, yep. I got a phone call from Corinne and I hadn't had her phone number. She was like in and out of the veggie bus. I don't know where the fuck she was. <laughs> Not shaving her armpits somewhere. I don't know what she did when she got her period on that veggie bus, but it wasn't my problem at the time because oh my <laughs> like God. I had access to tampons. Oh my God. I always think of tampons with you, by the way. Real quick. Yeah. We were going from Miami to Orlando one time driving in the car. This is like the first time we ever really hung out, just me and you. And we stopped at this roadside rest. You needed a tampon and I handed you an OB. Oh my God. An OB tampon applicator free. I don't know what she handed me a fucking like a taped up piece of cotton. I was like, what the hell? Do you want me to do with this shit? <laughs> She's like, shove it in there. I'm like, with what? And what do you mean? <laughs> and how do I get it out? I'm like, Your finger. <laughs> I'd rather fucking roll up a bunch of rest stop toilet paper and girl i've been eco-friendly since back in the day and now actually i've tried the diva cup i've tried free-blowing which means you just don't use anything you just go to the bathroom a lot i haven't tried the period panties yet but i actually heard thinks which is the main one yeah. it's not good for you so psa they're in like a lawsuit right now yeah don't use those apparently fuck i'm glad i never tried them well anyway moving on circling back circling back <laughs> um <laughs> I need to put my Barbara Walters voice on for that. <laughs> Suckling back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Corinne calls me and I pick up and she told me the story about losing her mom. And I don't remember the chain of events, but something about the song Tiny Dancer. Uh -huh. That was like Corinne and I's thing. Oh my god. The goodness, dancing I can't thing. you remember that. That's our, so well, weird. if you look on our Instagram post, I mm -hmm. posted, I put a lot of thought into these posts, but I posted about your mom and when you shaved your head, and the song was a remix of Tiny Dancer. Oh, Oh my God. I didn't even put that together. Such an idiot. Listen, <laughs> my music. You are thoughtful with those. I am. And I need people to know how much I try to sync my music with the feeling, with the thought, with the vibe, with everything. I mean, I should have also been a DJ. You can still do it, girl. You can still do it. Well, I feel like I'm a little DJ on Instagram. I have a really good idea. So we've talked about this off pod, but we discovered that there's a lot of people named Corinne that also have podcasts out there. So we want to start inviting other Corinne's to be our guests on our podcast because there was one that specializes in finance, which my mom would love and made me think of that because her words to me all the time were she would say it like this budget you need to budget okay so your mom's motto was to budget uh -huh. do you know what my one of my family members motto was fake it till you make it no bueno you know you gotta get the job yeah but you can't like be at like a dinner at like nobu with 12 people and be like i got this it's on me and you got no fucking money in your account that you cannot fake that till you make that don't do that that is a different way of thinking about it i did not think of that not okay don't fake that till you make that i don't think that's good advice anyway so 
we thought it would be a good idea to invite all the Corins, the other Corins who have podcasts onto our podcast. There's someone named Corinne that has one. It's called Two Girls, One Ghost. And mm. I have all kinds of spooky ghost related stories. So I would love to have her on while we tell them. And then the way we operate, well, I can only speak for myself. The idea happens and then it explodes into a bigger idea. So I told Rob about this and he thinks it's hilarious. We, I want to have something called Corinne Con and we invite all the Corins in the world to come and we can do. <laughs> what if they pronounce it different though? The rules have to be in place. I think it's okay to spell it differently because we all spell it differently, but I, right. it has to be pronounced Corinne. Okay. I don't know. I would accept a Corinne because Corinne's the other big way to say that spelling. Sorry, Karens. That ain't happening. <laughs> Love to you. I know you've been getting a bad rap over the last few years. That really sucks. I would be heartbroken. That does suck. Would you rather be called Karen or my childhood friend's dad who used to pick me up and say, hello, corny? So fucking annoying. Oh my God. Someone called me that before. And they're like, uh, um, hmm, corny, corny coffee. Yeah. Ugh. Corny coffee. That's what, <laughs> that's what my fucking parents would name me. Corny coffee. Come on guys. Cut they're us like, a break. Really? Come on. It was hard enough growing up that people couldn't pronounce our names, let alone now you're fucking changing the whole game oh my goodness yeah not I've had good. my name pronounced so many different ways and they always have such a hard time with it too it seems like it's so straightforward in my opinion but whatever i need to circle back circling back circling back this is what happens when you drink wine during the recording this is what happens when you're born yeah. corinne with uh <laughs> undiagnosed adhd circling back to the armpit hair uh -huh. did you put deodorant on the hairs that were because i think at one point i was like corinne i think you need deodorant when you stop using deodorant your body naturally learns to deal and you learn to deal with your natural odors one of the other hippies on the bus he would always say that my armpit odor smelled like maple syrup <laughs> all right bitch mine doesn't and i wouldn't last 48 hours on the veggie bus you wouldn't last two hours <laughs> no 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 was this like a school bus type of yes, bus like a school bus oh god a carpenter school bus it had a huge bed in the back called the womb by the way so six people could all sleep in that bed back there but when you chose that bed you never know you're waking up to someone cuddling pretty close to you oh you also never have your own pillow this sounds like a nightmare okay keep it real did you like this experience it was really difficult in certain aspects but it was so weird and different it was very fun we're were you ever sober on the bus for 24 hours? As far as smoking weed? Sober as a goat. Is that a thing? I feel like I've always smoked weed every day, though. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, no. Drinking wasn't really a thing. We didn't have enough money for alcohol, really. Sometimes we would. So there was there was something. We weren't like electric Kool-Aid acid tests, like the 70s hippies on the bus. There wasn't a lot of acid or things like that. I don't know. We did other mind-altering drugs every once in a while. Maybe some shrooms here and there, but that wasn't the purpose. We were really gung-ho about teaching people about organic food and alternative energy sources. And you can't be fucked up all the time 
trying to actually have a mission or a voice or I don't know, something you're right. actually trying to accomplish. Don't get me right. wrong. We were very disorganized, but I wrote press releases. We got it in touch with all the major news outlets because this was something different. Most people didn't know you could run a diesel engine on used vegetable oil, which is pretty fucking cool. Like that whole pro I love shit like that. I love feeling like, I don't know, an anarchist going against the system. It makes me so excited. I love that kind of shit. See, it's like, yeah, people have different things that make them feel alive. Like I always feel like I was probably reincarnated from the disco era. Like I was- I could definitely see you in the disco era. I, that's my fucking era. We should have a birthday for you and it's disco themed, like real disco. <gasps> that would be so fun. Oh my goodness. I love disco music. I'm obsessed. Me too. From the glitter to the yes. dancing, to the couples dancing, to the solos dancing. Like I am fucking, I'm chilling in that 70s beat. I have a really good friend who you also know. She's obsessed with disco also. And we went to this concert one time. They did this disco set with all old records. It was so fun. You would have fucking loved it. And she has <sighs> that set. So she bought all the records. She actually, speaking of becoming a DJ, that's one of her goals also. She has probably 2,000 records. That's sick. Her record collection is out of this world. It's crazy that, like, that people kept them because I had them growing up and I... And I was always drawn to them. I wish I would have kept them. You should start again because every artist now presses a record because people realize the sound quality of a record is so much better than anything you can get digitally. It's wow. very smooth. I'm obsessed with that generation. Maybe I died at Studio 54 and came back to life in the 80s. There it is. You did too much blow in the bathroom of Studio 54. You and Andy Warhol. Was it only blow or was it also psychedelics? So 60s and maybe early 70s was when everyone was experimenting with LSD. You had Woodstock. I think mm -hmm. that was summer of 69. That's what everyone always talks about. And then and the disco era happened late 70s, early 80s with the blow. And that was everyone's drug of choice from what I understand about the drug use of time periods that I wasn't alive in. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be super obsessed about the 60s. The hippie shit was my jam. Free love. I wanted to be at Woodstock so bad. I think I died at Woodstock if we're talking about it like that. Cool. I don't think a lot of people died at Woodstock. So I mean, as crazy as it was and so many people there and they were not expecting that. I think only two people died there, maybe. Wow. I feel like I've always been a high energy. I like beats. I like a little more energy. So you wouldn't be into like Steve Miller band. Classic rock and roll. Mm, I like some classic rock. What about like Pink Floyd? I like some of that stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to ask me what I would play, it's going right. to be something with more of a beat. That's why I also like hip hop. But I also like house music, which if you think of disco music, it kind of like has that upbeat, beat, beat, beat. This reminds me. And we're going to have to end this soon because our time is running out. But we talked about writing letters to Eminem. And I forgot to say that there is another artist that I've thought about writing a letter to and I started actually writing it out on my phone and it's so embarrassing and I will never send it to them but why I, I wanted to know if you knew who Pretty Lights is Pretty, why does it sound so familiar? I'm going to look it pretty up. Pretty Lights, I'm pretty sure, is my favorite artist of all time. And I want to go to a Pretty Lights show with you, but I don't think he plays anymore, and I'm so sad about it. Oh, yeah. I told Rob that's what I want for my birthday one year. Oh, there it is. Happy birthday. Are we allowed to do this? Pretty Lights concert, no. 
Okay. But but that's okay. It felt good for a second. <laughs> I love him so much. I keep telling Rob that if he ever wants to get me a birthday gift, it's my own private concert with pretty lights that I can invite all my friends to. Fun. On that beat, it's time to end this episode of the Hot Coco Show. As always, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast feed wherever your favorite place is to listen to podcasts. Also, DM us your topic ideas to at Hot Coco Show on Instagram. Instagram. And until next time, keep it fucking real. Keep it real and happy birthday, beautiful. I love you. Oh, woo woo. Love woo you, woo. Co.